We're going to get to the nitty gritty here. Are you guys ready? Get excited? Get some awards. Speaking of awards, did you see these bad boys? Whoa. Every year, Iska's International Character Convention brings hundreds of character artists together for some awesome events. Everything from auctions. Competitions. All right, the third place winner in the likeness from Slides category is the world's fastest character artist for 2015 is. Awesome giveaways. Fun character scholarship. The Ishmael Rodan Award. We have a bi-weekly Facebook contest. We got birthdays. Happy birthday to you. And a lot of very specifically outstanding award categories. The first category is outstanding body situation. Outstanding black and white technique. First place in outstanding color technique is outstanding exaggerated style. Outstanding 3D technique. Outstanding cartoon style. That's what this entire thing's becoming right now. Even with all of that, there is still one category, one competition that everyone looks forward to more than the others. All right, let's give it up. We're going to do the top 10 character artists of the year. So you remember those bad boy awards they were talking about at the beginning? This is the competition these are for. It's the bronze, silver, and gold nosy statues. And they're just what you'd expect. A giant statue of a giant nose awarded to the third, second, and first best caricature artist in the world. And this year, a pretty cool thing happened. Someone won that nobody expects to win. Not because they're not good, but nobody expected them to be there. It's like, you should come along. I'm like... What? I'm like, dude, what are you kidding? I, I, I can't even, I can't even draw characters anymore. <laughs> I'm like, I can't even do this anymore, man. What are you talking about? Like, I haven't, I haven't looked, I haven't thought about that in forever. You, 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 you. It's like, it's like nostalgia when I think about it. Okay, so we've decided you're one of the best character artists in the world. But do you know what the coolest part about winning is? Uh, so my name is Grigor Eftimov. I came to the United States when I was what, four years old. I was born in Macedonia. And uh, ever since I can remember, I wanted to be an artist. What that meant, I didn't know. I don't know. And I still don't know. Uh, the interview you get to do with me, obviously. Right? Guys, I'm Corey Lally, the new host of ISCAST, the podcast brought to you by the International Society of Caricature Artists, <clears throat> ISCA. Today, an interview with Grigor Eftimov, 2015's Caricature Artist of the Year and all-around amazing guy. Before we get started, a special thanks to Ali Tome and Matt Zitman for helping with some of the audio clips. And of course, an extra special thanks to Grigor Eftimov. Alright, let's get started. Sorry about that. I'm pretty sure it was my, my fault. That's okay. So, so you're in your right. awesome studio. I'm in my girlfriend's bedroom. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. This is, uh, you see, we got some caricatures. Yeah, you heard that right. There. I'm recording this super professional podcast in my girlfriend's bedroom. But that's besides the point. So let me start out by saying Grigor is really cool. And most importantly, 
He is open to talk about anything. Well, I don't think we even got the interview started for about like 10 or 15 minutes in because we wouldn't shut up about video games. So even though I, I'm a huge gaming nerd, so it's kind of sad. Yeah, it's uh, I've got like two months off ahead of me, so I just I haven't had a system in a long time, but I got an Xbox One for Christmas. So Merry Christmas, me! But enough, enough. We got questions to ask. So, so for the questions, like um, Matt gave you the questions. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Matt did give me the questions. So, without further ado, Matt Zipman, ISCA's new very professional president. Tell us a little bit about your background. My father, you know, he he uh, he was an artist, but he never did anything with it. He did like wood carving. Uh, I watched him do that. I would ask him, you know, I would ask him to draw things for me. You know, as a kid, and that kind of like I started when I was like four when I came to the United States. And uh, uh, he's one of the people that he's one of the people that growing up kind of was happy to see me do all this work, you know, as a kid and all that crap. But once it got to be serious, like, what are you gonna do for school? And I yeah. said, Well, I'm going to art school. What what else do you think? He's like, How are you gonna make a living? I'm like, I don't know. I'm still living at home. How can I make? You know, he's like, and that's when like kind of turned the table on me and said, Well, you know, you can work with me. And at the time, I was a family business, so I couldn't get any loans. And for better or for worse, I ended up paying for school out of my pocket. And my first two years of school lasted over, it was literally across three years. Yeah. I was able to only afford a semester of school, and that was heartbreaking, you know. And, uh, you know, it was one of those things where, like, this is where I want to be, you know. There was, a, there was a group of people, you know, I could relate to. I made, I just made new friends, and... You know, uh, you know, it's something I'm good at. It's something I could probably do something with. You know, uh, uh, so that's it. And I took a, I took like a year off or whatever it was, and I went back to school. And then halfway through that, I started drawing caricatures. And before I knew it, I moved out, and it's kind of got away with it from all that. But there's a little bit of a bitterness uh, when it comes to like family and art in a way because uh, you know it's kind of like rebellious. But I have to say. You know, when someone, the best thing someone can tell you is you can't do it. That's the best. Yeah. That's the best thing. I can't, you can't do that. You know what that does? That opposition, being set up for opposition will do two things to someone. Either it will force them to work harder, improve themselves and everyone else that they can, or if they give up, well, guess what? You just save yourself a lot of fucking grief. Because you know what? You weren't going to do it anyway. You weren't meant to do it. And if there's any question where Grigor gets this no-nonsense, make-it-or-break-it attitude, how about this Lithuanian art instructor he tells me about? You know, he didn't give a damn. He didn't play the the books. He didn't coddle nobody. He didn't say anything. He was pretty real. And so when it came towards the end of the year, <laughs> he'd come around and, like, talk about, you know, some of you guys can be illustrators, some of you guys can be painters. And then he whipped out, I kid you not, he whipped out <laughs> some Burger King applications. <laughs> and he started handing them out to students. Yeah. Basically, basically saying, you're not cut off for this shit. That's pretty hard. Yeah, and he would literally tell students, like, go home. Just save your parents and money and go home. Like, you're not going to do this. So, when did you start drawing characters? Um, when did I start? I started drawing characters probably when I was at the American Academy of Art, and uh, what happened was Gary Fawzen, uh came there, and he was trying to recruit, recruit people, 
And to be honest, I, I didn't want to do caricature. I just wanted a job. At the time, I was working with my father doing asbestos abatement. Uh, and I was paying my way through school. I didn't have any loans. I didn't, I didn't have any of that stuff. So, you know, anything I could do to, like, kind of prove to him and prove to everyone else that, like, hey, I can make a living at this, you know, I would do it. But unfortunately, at the time, my father didn't let me, and he said, no, you guys keep working for me, and whatever nonsense. Dads, am I right? Ugh. But Gregor tells me he did do some caricatures in art school, just to learn some fundamentals as basic practice. And then, like, uh, a year later, um, I think uh, Gary came back to the Academy, the American Academy of Art, and he saw me again, and he said, what's going on? Are you still interested in doing this? You know, I said, yeah. And so, so uh, he said, okay, well, like, you know, he, he liked, I think he remembered me or whatever, or just bring a portfolio or something, or I, I don't know, I remember what he said, but I showed up. So Grigor takes the hike from Chicago to Gurney with, uh, of course, no portfolio. And he's like, where's your portfolio? I'm like, I don't have a character portfolio. He's like, well, why don't you bring anything to show me? I'm like, what do I have to show you? I'm an artist. I can draw. He's like, well, here's a piece of paper and draw me this. I'm like, okay, I'll do it. So, you know, me being a, a smart ass at the time, you know, I was like, sure, I'll draw you. I'll draw you. He's like, well, draw some of the Stallone here. I'm like, okay, so I drew him. It comes back. He's like, that's pretty good, but his mouth sucks and it's this and that and it should look like this. I'm like, okay, all right. It's like, well, am I hired? He's like, yeah, you're hired. I'm like, all right, great. And that was pretty much it. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, and to be honest, my first year drawing caricatures, What are some of your character influences? You know, it's hard to say. Uh, nowadays, I don't. I don't really. I try like to be honest. I try not to look. Not uh, not try not to look. But it's more of like how do, I, how do I say it? It's too easy. It's too it's too tempting to look at things that have been done. Yeah. The problem's been solved. You see, like how did this person? How does person like say? saw the problem of, of hair, you know, for instance. Yeah. And all of a sudden you see people just kind of like copying that. Yeah. And it's, it's like, I don't want that. I, I, I want to figure it on my own. I want to fail. I want to fa figure it out on my own. Or, or let's put it this way. If I see that, I'll try everything I can do not to do that and still do it my way. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's almost like, well, you're going to go right. I'm going to go left. You know, uh, I'm going to make this circle still look like a circle, but in a triangle shape. How? I don't know. But I'll make it look that way. You know, this is... It's just always a challenge, and maybe, and maybe that's just what I'm always after. He reflects for a little bit, mentions his dad's an influence, some cartoons. Voltron. <laughs> I was wearing a Voltron shirt at the convention. Grigor admits he's been out of the loop for a while, and it's kind of tough for him to pick a caricature influence at the moment. I get that. But his take on influence in general is pretty interesting. You know, uh, I think people, I think people uh, misinterpret influence and, like, uh, an opportunist. Like, someone who's just going to take that use it for themselves and take credit for it. Like, that's something I, I, I never want to be a part of. What he does want to be a part of? Working with close friends and a good group of artists, he says. And then he caps it off pretty nicely. A lot of the influences I get is just from life experience. Uh, and this is weird when I say it, but, like, really, like, some of the most amazing patterns and just, like, shapes and things are from plants. Or just, like, you know, like, and again... I, it's just so cliche, but like, it's hard, it's hard for me to imagine not being in awe when you go outside and you see like the clouds, you're just like, holy shit, this is amazing, this is where we live, you know, this is, this is part of our world, you know, 
and and again it's just simple things like that i guess uh, it's not not anything really uh profound but it's really the simple things i guess you can say so maybe uh, take more influence from your surroundings even so yeah exactly you must my surroundings uh life experiences uh my you know uh that's really it that's really really it you know like uh you know the state of mind that you're in can influence how you feel and the way you interpret something you know so um you know i don't know it's it's a it's a weird it's not a weird question but it's something i never really think about it's not something i really ever uh girlfriend's here it's okay uh, like, what are you doing in my room <laughs> God, this is why i should not record podcasts in my girlfriend's room but anyways he goes on to say that in live caricatures, his influence is the customer, because that's a life experience. And this is why he doesn't like drawing from photos or celebrities, because he might just do exactly what he fears and draw what somebody else drew, or most of all, there's no actual live influence. Makes sense to me. I dig it. What were your expectations and goals for this year's convention in Ohio? expectations i even told jason look i'll go dude but i'm not gonna compete he's like yeah yeah whatever dude i know you can compete you fucker the moment you step in you start competing i'm like no no no. i was like yeah don't tell me that i'm like all right fine we'll see so the moment the moment i got there i got really excited i'm like oh man it was just too much it kind of like overwhelms me when i get excited about something kind of like i get i get like too like too much it gets it's just kind of where it takes me so like i couldn't stop the moment i was there i was like sketching i was like i could draw this person i could draw this person i'm like oh my god these all suck i can't uh, so that was a lot of pressure definitely a lot of pressure yeah. for being under pressure he did pretty well fourth in color technique first in exaggerated style and caricature artist of the year of which we have the audio for <laughs> all right i make some noise 2016 caricature artist of the year This applause goes on forever, so we're going to skip ahead just a little bit. I am not worthy. Uh, I haven't done this in years, and it was with Jason and I wasn't here. So, please thank Jason. <laughs> over the years, I've kind of like, I, I really thought this would be the last. I, I figured I'm going to do this again. You know, but like my roots are so strong in caricature, and my life has totally been changed way back with Gary Fawzett, like when I was like 19. And uh, thank you, thank you so much. But coming back, I mean, I don't know, just <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, I guess it's. it's 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 it doesn't it's not gonna like it, it's not like it's gonna ch nothing's gonna change really I mean people are happy for me I'm I'm I mean I'm still shocked I can't believe it you know like uh, I, I I just I don't know I, I I didn't I did not think that was gonna be the case I didn't think I was gonna win I will say the only thing uh, I was like <clears throat> hoping for I guess you can say here, here it is. What was was the was the exaggeration part, you know? Awesome. Because like, there's, you know, that was probably the only thing I I would say I pride in, 
you know uh you know that's the only thing where i feel you know i can i can relate i guess you can identify my people identify it, it sucks so people identify me with that and if i were to like not win anything in that i'd be like man what happened dude you know like it's just that feeling of like disappointment so you know whatever that, that's that's it everything else i don't care you know whatever I completely believe that Grigor had no expectations for this convention, but this next bit's pretty funny. Keep in mind that the past few years, Iska's Golden Nosy has been won by a handful of really talented Japanese artists. Um, oh, I don't know if, if this matters, but here's a funny thing. When Jason mentioned to me, he's like, dude, we gotta go, we gotta go, we gotta go, you gotta bring your paper, paint your ass off. I'm like, okay. He's like, dude, man. He's like, look at this. Look at the awards the Japanese have won it for the past five years. And I was just like, wow. <laughs> and then I'm like, huh. All right. <laughs> I'm like, okay, we'll see about this, I guess. Time to represent. I'm like, I'm, full of, I'm so full of myself. I, I swear. I swear. Like, just, that's, where I, that's where I get like really stupid. And, you know. But, uh, See, I like that this uh, this kind of contradicts the whole like, what you're asking. Yeah, because I should stay away from that, you know? But, like, <laughs> Did you do anything to prepare yourself physically or mentally? Months, months back, Jason was like, Yeah, man, they're gonna have me do, I'm gonna be a speaker. I'm like, That's cool, whatever. He's like, You should come along. I'm like, What? I'm like, Dude. Are you kidding? I, I, I can't even I can't even draw characters anymore. <laughs> I'm like I can't even do this anymore, man. What are you talking about? Like I haven't I haven't looked I haven't thought about that in forever. You 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 it's like it's like nostalgia when I think about it. Long story short, Grigor gets talked into coming to Iska. Or decides to do it because he got excited to do it. Because who wouldn't come to this convention? So and then you know, I, I basically just found uh, I just picked up one of my old I just picked up one of my sketchbooks and had the itch again. I just started, you know, like I would sit in a cafe and and just uh, pretend to do something serious. And I'm over here like <laughs> sketching away at people. And, uh, you know, it, it, it was it was a good feeling, you know, and I started getting the itch again. I started getting like yeah. the, the, the vibe again. And then I got really excited. And before I know, it, I had a whole sketchbook filled with like all these things. And I look back and it sucks because I look back at my old books. I'm like, damn it, this is not as good. Ah, you know, I was like, all right, all right, all right. So, like, I felt like I wasn't there yet. You know, I wasn't there, you know. So, I had to push myself some more, you know. As the deadline got closer and closer, I tried harder and harder. And I started getting, like, a lot more anxiety. And I'm like, oh, man, this is just too much pressure. I'm going to go over and become, like, a big dud. And people are people, people disappointed. Like, who the hell is this guy? Get out of here. So, but anyway, yeah, that, that was basically it. You know, I, I did prepare a little bit, you could say. But, you know... What were the mediums you used for your wall at the convention? You know, every day, I paint every day. Like, I paint, like, oil paint, whatever, every day, you know, I'm doing that. Uh, so that was the most comfortable thing for me. So I brought my oil paints, <laughs> and I brought charcoal, and I brought traditional medium, you know. Um, you know, there's, okay, so there's another thing I want to say, you know. <laughs> you know, when I went to my first convention, you know, there was no digital anything anywhere. There really wasn't, and um, you know, I fast. I not now. This is my. This was my third convention. The one thing that that was kind of sad to me a little bit was not the fact that they used digital medium, was that people would take a snapshot and then run off to the corner. You know what I mean? They go run into a corner 
and do the work. It's like, what happened to like, I mean, maybe that's just what they're comfortable with, but I could never do that. I have to sit there and actually have to draw a sketch yeah. and kind of figure out the problems. And, and again, going back to like the first experience of that person, you know, um, I, I, going back to like my, you know, I guess you can say immediate experience with the, the subject is, is better, I guess you can say. So, you know, you have the subject and whatever the subject is, if you just take a snapshot of it and go, all you're doing is reinterpreting that snapshot. When you remember that his greatest influence is the live experience, that's not at all surprising to hear. Tell us how it felt to return after a long break and compete in characters again. I mean, first off, to be an artist, and I, I think it's a great privilege. You know, I'm not here curing cancer. I'm not here, you know, like, I, I, I'm not, I'm not, you know, I, I'm just an artist, you know. So to do character, that's like outside the normal daily routine things that I do outside of teaching, outside of the painting that I'm doing, outside of all the crazy things I want to do, you know. So to me, it's almost like a luxury in a way. And uh, whenever I have time, whenever, I mean, I, I do it. You know, um, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't have anything geared up towards it. You know, I mean, it's not like I was preparing for anything, but I still do it. You know, and uh, any opportunity I have to like sketch someone or something, I will. I mean, there are cafes that are open till like you know three in the morning, so I, I would like, I would be there till three in the morning, sketching and just like full of caffeine, you know. So and I can't go to sleep, so I just I go back and I'll just go ink these or or you know revise them or whatever and. And kind of use my memory and just try to finish some of them, you know, because, you know, people are moving, they don't know you're being drawn, and so just kind of like take these impressions and just kind of like work with them. And with them. Um, Tell us about your work outside of characters. And again, I do storyboards for a living, and I never went to school for storyboards. I never went to school for any sort of commercial work, nothing. It's just something I picked up because I need to make money, you know, and uh, that's what I did. I just, for a year, I took a year, I took a year just to practice, and I was in a and I learned how to draw storyboards. Now I'm drawing commercials for, you know, Nissan, McDonald's, Coca-Cola, Kraft, uh, Craftsman, Sears, whatever, Lowe's, whatever. You know, all these things, you know, like I can't remember. So, you know, I did that. Did you guys know we did storyboards? I didn't know until this interview. I did know that he teaches occasionally, though. In terms of work, you know, for instance, doing the storyboards. Like tomorrow I have class, you know, and between that I'll, I'll draw storyboards. If I have work, I'll do that, you know, and, and uh, you know, class, the students pay, you know, it just keeps the studio, my studio going and it helps out a little bit here and there, but it's, I don't make, if I really wanted to do it full time, I would have to like quit a lot of things and there's a lot of work that has to be put into it. So again, I teach like, you know, right now it's like once a week, but usually I usually teach like twice a week, but really my, when my studio, my studio is open, you know, it's open to wherever students come to work on something. So I'm always here. It's always open for them, so, you know. But yeah, so after this, I'm gonna go and paint, paint a <laughs> finish up a still life and uh, these other, and uh, I have like two big paintings I started. I've been, I've been getting away from the smaller paintings, been doing really big stuff. So maybe in uh, a couple months, I might, you'll see them online somewhere. Not to brag or anything, but I've totally already seen it and it was pretty darn good. Is there anything else you'd like to tell the character world out there? I can't, I can't not end this without you talking about this, but, uh, you know, my, my heart goes out to Glenn right now, you know, and 
and uh, it's it's man, Jason. You know, Jason sent me a message telling me about it, and I was complete shocked. Real quick backstory: Glenn Ferguson is a friend to the entire caricature community, an amazing artist himself. Earlier this year, he was assaulted and put in critical condition. He is on the road to recovery. It does seem to be going well, but Grigor was a friend of both Glenn and once worked alongside the assailant himself. It's really sad. It's really, it's just a, it's just a tragedy all around, you know? So I guess what I'm saying is that, like, you know, being an artist is not easy and it takes its toll in so many ways. And, uh, you know, I'm grateful that, like, people accept me with open arms, you know, even though I've been away from it so long. So many people, I don't know who they are. And again, I am. My heart goes out to Glenn, and man, I just, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say about that. It's just really shocking. Absolutely. Really shocking. If any of you are interested or able, there is a Glenn Ferguson's medical fund you can support on GoFundMe.com. Just go to GoFundMe.com backslash Glenn Ferguson. That's G-L-E-N-N-F-E-R-G-U-S-O-N. Anything is appreciated. Anything helps. Thank you. So, but um, what do I want to say about the, the uh, other, other things? You know, I, I think people, in, in, you know, doing caricature and just doing any form of art, like, people can get so stuck in their own world, you know? And, um, you know, it's hard, sometimes it's hard to relate. It's hard, some, it's hard to relate to a person that sometimes is just not an artist, sometimes, you know? And I'm really a nobody. <laughs> You know, I, I just feel I'm really a nobody. But you, but you know, the thing is, is that I need. You know, I think we all need that. But but then also we also need like support. We also need the support where people kind of support each other. You know, and um, you know, like another thing with with caricature is that like um, if that's all you do, you're missing a huge spectrum of 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 life experience as an artist. For whatever reason, even if if it's just you're doing for money and you think it's easy, that's fine. But hopefully that'll be an outlet to something else. Hopefully that'll you know entice you to do something else. Hopefully that will get you to think in a certain way. Maybe that'll help get you into writing. Who knows? I don't know. Uh, you know what I mean? So I don't know. It's 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 just a way to me. It's a way of thinking more than anything else. And it can be applied to like so many other things. Where can people find you and your incredible artwork? It's, it's existential dreams. I can't remember if you blogs about that. I can't remember. <laughs> so stupid. I don't know what I was thinking. I don't know what I was thinking at the this time. Sounds... Seriously. Yeah, I mean that's what it was. You know, like I don't know what I was thinking. I, I've got, I've come up with stupider names for other things before. Just <laughs> stupid. But you know, like if you just type in my name, character, you know, you you most likely get something. Uh, that's just most the character. You know, and uh, I have a Tumblr. You find me on Tumblr, and it's just Grigor Eftemov. Tumblr.com, I think it is. And then I have a new website. This is greerreftemov.com. Don't worry. We'll make sure all those links are in the description, properly spelled and everything. So most of our questions are out of the way, but with 2016's caricature convention being in Phoenix, Arizona, I did have one thing still on my mind. So I guess the big question is then uh, you're you're going to be in Phoenix, right? I'm sorry. Uh, what, what was that? <laughs> oh man. Um, I don't know. Maybe we'll, we'll see how it goes. You know. You can see how it goes too, because I'm asking you the same question. You're coming to Phoenix, right? I mean, I'm assuming if you're listening to this, you're probably a caricature artist. 
and you're an ISCA member, and if you're not, you should be, caricature.org, sign up for a membership today, yesterday, tomorrow, before the week is done, and then you register for the convention. If you've never been, I'm sure you've heard about it because it's amazing and you should be there. It's awesome. And I'm going to be there. And Grigor might be there. Did I just mess up his name? Eh, I don't know. But you should be there. Just make me sound more manly because I don't think I sound very manly. Alright. I'll just make it all deeper a little bit. Reverb. Yeah. Well, anyways. Yeah. Yes. So. Good news! Yeah. You did it! You finished right, the man. entire thing, no matter how horrible you thought it was. Or maybe you loved it. Either way, you should go to iTunes and review us. If you're an ISCA member, you should go to the members group. Let me know what you liked, what you didn't like, what you'd like to hear more of, what you'd like to hear less of. Probably more of my sick garage band beats, am I right? I know that's why you stuck around. Either way, guys, thanks for listening. I really enjoyed doing my first one. I can't wait to make more for you. I hope you enjoy the rest, too. Be sure to check out caricatures.org if you're not a member already and sign up. Be sure to register the co- for the convention. Because it's going to be the most amazing experience of your life, even if it's for the 25th time, because this year is the 25th anniversary of ISCA. Also, again, a huge thanks to Grigor Eftemop, Matt Zitman, Ali Tome for all their help and patience while I make this. Big thanks to uh, Band, I guess. Big thanks to you. Be sure to check out Glenn Ferguson's GoFundMe. Be sure to check out Grigor's websites. They are all in the description. And uh, be sure to check out the next episode, which you can do by subscribing to the ISCAST. All right. Thanks a million, and until next time, stay well.